atuk atuk tell us about the war and then they he they be like uh, yeah, yeah I I was at the front seat uh, uh, in the civil war and infinity war. Douglas Slim and Juanita the podcast. So Douglas and I took a week off last week. Yeah, yeah. Douglas went to Singapore to do a tourism ad. So out of character. Okay, it wasn't a tourism ad. I then, was there to do a video for one of the universities. I was just playing a fool with the tourism <laughs> part. Okay, okay. But you went to Langkawi, right? I went to Langkawi, but while I was on holiday, right, I realized that I have some proper trust issues. I don't know why I need to go on holiday to realize that. <laughs> I could have told you much cheaper as well. I told you we did a few days in Perhentian and then a few days in Langkawi. Food holiday. Yeah, lah, because I haven't been to the beach in like what two years, right? <laughs> so I went on a proper chuti with my sisters lah this time. Everyone was super friendly. Uh, but you mean like the guests or or the staff at the resort? Ah, uh, the guests, the staff, random people we met That's as well. Good, lah. Like, why are you complaining? No, because we are known as a friendly country, unlike say, uh, like London. It's just cold, <laughs> wet, and miserable. And everyone's grumpy. And there's no happiness. Right. <laughs> But the problem is that these random people we met would ask, "Oh, where are you staying? Who are you here with? How long are you here for?" And I, yeah, I noticed that my immediate thought, right, was these people want something from us. I was like on full alert mode most of the time. Like in Langkawi, for example, we were at a nice chill restaurant, right, and this surfer guy sitting behind us uh, asked us the same questions, like where where are you staying and all that. And my sisters actually responded nicely and answered <laughs> these questions. But then they also knew how to play dumb and answer without actually answering. You know what I mean? I, I know. Sure lah, sure how. Uh, like the guy asked where are you staying, they say where are we staying? Uh, somewhere nearby lah. I forgot the name, <laughs> but I I really couldn't be bothered. Like I don't trust you. I'm not going to pretend to trust you. I'm sorry. So I put on my sunglasses and stared at the surfer dude. Oh my dear. Yeah. Then he said he was a national surf coach and asked if we wanted to learn how to surf. For mm. the voice inside my head was like, no way, is that real, right? What if they want to steal our things and touch our bottoms? <laughs> Look, did he look like a surfer? Ah, uh, yes and no. I mean, he had a tan. Okay, okay. And he was, uh, you know, without a shirt. He had right. board shorts on. He seemed to knew know everybody there, but he had a big belly. <laughs> so this guy's not surfer, lah. This guy's surf and turf. Fly FM. So Douglas and I were on a break last week. Uh, we needed some space. <laughs> we were both away. Um, I realized though, while I was away, that I have trust issues. I wish I had trust issues. Like especially mm-hmm. when I'm on holiday, because <laughs> you could have gone now, right? Okay. <laughs> Until today, ah, Anita, I cannot look at soft serve ice cream. You know, <laughs> like the memories just haunt me. Because I, I remember I was in Mauritius for what was it for? Oh, my! I was for my wife's friend's wedding. Right. The cool thing about Mauritius is mm-hmm. a lot of the Mauritians, right? The local people, they look like us. You know. Oh yeah, most of them look Indian, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not just Indian, nah. They look like our Indian, like our our Bangsa <laughs> Indians, our Brickfield Indians. But they all speak French, so romantic. It, not. Just romantic, okay. They are so friendly as well. Because uh-huh. I was on the beach just chilling, and the good thing about Mauritius is that people there don't know who I am, lah. <laughs> right? right? They, they right. just they just thought I was some K-pop star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then this ice cream truck shows up, and I thought soft serve by the beach, perfect combo. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the guy was super friendly, and we got chatting, and he was like, "Oh, you're from Malaysia, selamat datang." Oh, he spoke Malay. A little bit, yeah, wow. a little bit, and then he said like Malaysia and Mauritius have uh, similar words, like pineapple in in Mauritius uh-huh. is called ananas. I think all languages use a variation of nanas. Really? <laughs> yeah, like in German, so it's ananas. Oh. English, it is simply pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> 
sugar anyway uh, We chat a bit more Then yeah. I take my ice cream I say thank you And because my guard was down yeah. It was very friendly Alright yeah. I didn't calculate properly Alamak. Because they use a, They use different currency I think it was rupees or whatever <laughs> How much do you end up paying? I think almost 55 ringgit uh, For a cone no. of soft serve Okay <laughs> I was like What ingredient is in this ice cream? Raw 97 Is it 55 bucks? Fly FM PDRM arrested 8 men Involved in a fight In a Klang restaurant Which was apparently Over a girl Ooh, hey, Are you sure they were not Shooting the Bachelorette Klang edition <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, the fight happened at around 2.10 in the morning, mm. right? At a restaurant in Klang. And they were all arrested on the same day. But get this. These boys were like between 14 and 21 years old only. You said, man, hey, they're kids lah. Yeah, exactly. Some of them still high school students. PDRM also confiscated their phones, clothes, a car, two baseball bats as evidence, I guess. Uh, but they're kids. Maybe they're on the way for co-curriculum. <laughs> yeah. You know, like they were members of club baseball <laughs> Klang or something. Yeah, like. 2.10 in the morning. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> There was also a video of the fight. Oh, okay. My hypothesis is completely destroyed <laughs> by video evidence now. Yeah, exactly. You were in Taekwondo, right? When mm. you were in school, mm. did you ever get involved in school fights? Oh, n- uh, no lah. No, no. no. I, actually, I think just being in the Taekwondo club maybe offered some kind of safety because oh. then with your reputation, right, right, right. You're a black belt. You know, everybody knows you're a black belt. Plus, also I won some competitions. Okay. So st- most of the naughty kids didn't want to chari pasal with the Taekwondo kids. Yeah. Yeah. No, in fact, they won't catch out the the judo kids, the silat kids, yeah. and the hockey kids. So they don't catch out them because they bring around their sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. But if you had to, do you think your Taekwondo training would be useful? In a school fight uh, Probably Yeah I mean Our kicks and punches Should be stronger And more accurate By default lah. But but fighting as a sport In a dojo or arena With proper rules Is very different right? no, From fighting in a restaurant At 2 in the morning <laughs> right. Like How do you even determine A winner If you're fighting like that There's no referee In a restaurant <laughs> Right Let's say you knock The other fellow down You got to count until 10 One month To see if they're KO or not Yeah Right Then you, what, you call Ane <laughs> Like Ane turun kira Dia suruh knock down belum Ane will be like Huh Uh, kira, kira sekali <laughs> Fly FM. So this fight happened in Klang Involving a bunch of 14 to 21 year olds Some were still in high school Which reminded me of how I almost got into this fight in school Okay, now I'm sure most people <laughs> who listen to our morning show, right? Yeah. If you were to ask them who is more likely to get into a fight They most probably say Douglas Lim Because <laughs> he's been taekwondo, I'm a loud mouth But actually, yeah, Juanita is a gangster Boy. Okay <laughs> <laughs> I'm not lah It's not my proudest moment And it's only like The naughtiest thing I've ever done in school mm-hmm. <laughs> There was this older girl uh, That was always just mean to me For some reason oh. She was like the leader Of the mean girl pack You know <laughs> So one day we were both In the washroom And when I left I didn't close the door I guess she was like Adjusting her Her, scar, her head scarf Or okay, something The right? main door the, the Yeah the or, main door Not of the, the stall washroom. door okay, No okay. not the stall door yeah. But this girl So rude She shouted at me From the inside of the washroom And went Hey Tutup pintu ah bodoh <laughs> Like Why am I That's why Why am I Your servant is it Ask nicely lah Just go and close it yourself right <laughs> So I ignored her And I went back to class Next thing I know She comes storming Into my classroom Shouting at me oh, So you you ran back And then you ran forward And did one flying kick In her mouth <laughs> No Okay right. I kept quiet And then my best friend At the time defended me oh. She shouted back at her In the middle of the classroom right And everyone was like Whoa, whoa, 
Oh, where okay, where okay. was the teacher in all of I this? I have no idea. <laughs> I was wondering also when I was like recounting the story. It didn't escalate, mm. but uh, we wanted to get back at her for being so rude. <laughs> she was playing volleyball one day, right? Um, we took her perfume. You, and you, you all can bring perfume to school? She right? did. La. Oh, she oh, she brought, girl also, yeah, la. brought perfume, brought makeup. Or, huh. So we took her perfume and we put drain water inside. <laughs> Then it really became you the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it can smell like a stinking attitude. <laughs> Fly FM. There's a rise in powerful virus among cats, and it's caused by unprepared pet owners during Raya. Oh, so there's going to be less cats around, huh? What's the problem? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> joking, joking, joking. The powerful virus is, is a very serious thing. Uh, fatality can be within 24 hours. Or no? Wow, that's yeah, horrid. Yeah. So veterinarians are saying that one of the reasons of this outbreak right, was because cat owners left their cats in confinement mm. for a long period of time when they went oh, back to their hometowns like, yes. during Raya. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Another reason is because some owners let their cats roam around mm. rural areas and apparently letting their cats mingle with unvaccinated strays also can cause this problem. Of, of course. Power virus is very contagious. Mm-hmm. If you're not mistaken, Pavo is the one where your cat uh, like suddenly don't want to eat and then has got diarrhea. Yeah, also lethargy. I think frothing in the mouth, vomiting. It's yeah. bad. La. I noticed that during the Raya period, there yeah. were a lot more cats on the road. Uh-huh. And these were clearly not stray cats. They, really? they were pets, la, house cats because they had the, the collars yeah. and they were very uh, docile and friendly to humans. Right. But because a lot of them had wounds. Oh man. I suspect they got into fights with actual street cats. Yeah, the street cats would have tap out them. <laughs> la, poor thing. Yeah, hey, street cats fight dogs. La. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them fight monkeys and snakes. So a lost oh, and confused house pet is nothing to them. You know. <laughs> but I seriously hope all this Pavo thing is, is dealt with swiftly because, yeah. you know, w- what we don't want is for an animal pandemic to happen now. Because, yeah. you know, we, we have we have mad cow, avian flu and all that. Yeah. Now poor KJ got no rest. <laughs> After two years of jagging us humans, now he's going to deal with an animal pandemic. He's going to go on TV and announce the latest movement control order. <laughs> <laughs> Need to have a new app called Meow Sejatra. <laughs> Very tired, like. Fly FM. So a famous chicken rice shop in Singapore might have to stop selling chickens because Malaysia won't export any to them. <gasps> oh, I am speechless. <laughs> you, you mean to tell me the famous Singaporean chicken rice uses Malaysian chickens? <laughs> it cannot be. I thought it's their dish, what, Juanita? Oh, you mean actually Singapore don't have their own chicken? They, they don't even have their own rice, lah. <laughs> That's what I've been saying for the last 10 years. <laughs> oh my god. So Tian Tian Hainanese Chicken Rice in Singapore is the one we're talking about. Right. And they announced that they'll stop serving chicken dishes because starting June 1st, our Malaysian government is banning exported chickens. <laughs> I didn't even know this. But they will be bringing back dishes, right? Like fried tofu and prawn salad boring. for the time being. <laughs> so boring. So kasihan. But this food shortage thing is getting quite serious. Uh. Remember, yeah. uh, two months ago, uh, we had a potato shortage. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Everyone couldn't order large fries. Oh yeah, <laughs> terrible. Apparently, it's still happening. Ah, uh. there are some outlets who still don't give you large fries. Really? Uh, and this chicken shortage thing, it also affects us. You know, I wanted to order a uh, fried chicken meal that day from a fast food restaurant. Uh. Uh-huh. Uh, but the food app only allowed me to order uh, non-chicken stuff, mashed potatoes, right. coleslaw, and uh, nuggets. <laughs> but no chicken, no, no fried chicken. Serious? I had to order nuggets and sew them together. <laughs> Um, I sat next to a guy on a plane that owned chicken farms. Okay, so how did the conversation start? <laughs> 
Was he like, hey, hey, you're Juanita from Fly FM, right? Yeah, I'm Wong Ahyam from Seremban Chicken Farm. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, it was an Indian uncle with a batik shirt. Uh, he looked busy and he was in his laptop, right? So I got curious. <laughs> I asked him a bunch of questions. <laughs> anyway, he said he owned a couple of chicken factories and then he told me about how his children didn't want to take over the family business. Oh, okay. So I think that's why... There is a chicken shortage. Oh yeah, the whole country is being <laughs> held hostage because of Uncle Subra Ayam's children, is it? <laughs> but actually, do you know who is happy about this Singaporean uh, chicken banner? Who? Chickens. Because <laughs> they are like, finally, don't have to go to Singapore. <laughs> they also don't want to go. Fly FM. We found out that a chicken rice shop in Singapore has to stop serving chickens because Malaysia decided to ban the export of chickens, which is sad. But we're reminiscing our Singaporean makan stories. We asked for your WhatsApp voice notes. And we got this. I went to a mama in Singapore, and when the auntie was writing down our order, I asked for tissue or solar. But then I saw him writing something down, and later I realized I had to pay for tissue also. Alam- <laughs> this one's about banana leaf I went to eat banana leaf in Singapore And they did the most Singaporean thing They gave me plastic gloves to eat ah! That's weird, right? Don't they just have tabs to cuci tangan? <laughs> it's rude When I was in Singapore for a trip I ordered nasi lemak bungkus And the sambal was in its own plastic bag <laughs> I half expected the sambal packet to say Caution spicy <laughs> Very pemaris lah, Singapore yeah. No, but actually you can you can tell if a food item is Singaporean. Oh, yeah. There are subtle differences between their version and our version. Uh-huh. For example, like dim sum. So yeah. the Malaysian dim sum usually comes in threes, right? Right, right. Like there'll be three siu mais ah, or three fish balls. Yeah, right. But if it's Singaporean dim sum, ah, only, kind of one, only one fish ball. Really? Yeah, because one Singaporean fish ball is three Malaysian fish balls. <laughs> So we've been talking about how Malaysia will ban chicken exports to Singapore by June 1st. Um, so we want to talk to someone who will be the most affected by this change, right? Yep. A thought leader whose opinion we feel matters most on this issue. A prominent member of the chicken community, Mr. Wing. Hello, Mr. Wing. Hi, hi, hi. Thank you for coming. Yes. As a Malaysian chicken, right, um, who will soon not be able to travel to Singapore, how do you feel about this export ban? Oh, you think it's bad. I see. Is it because you have family in Singapore that you might not be able to see again? Ah, okay, so your kakak is stuck in Singapore. Uh, I'm sorry, that's that's really bad. Yes, yes, yes I'm, I'm very sorry for that. Are there any other reasons uh, you would like to go to Singapore other than seeing your kakak and your family? Mm-hmm. Yes, you can definitely uh, earn big bucks uh, yeah. in Singapore. They have a strong mm-hmm. currency than us right now and for the last 30 years. But <laughs> but, what, but what about Singaporeans themselves? And like, What is your opinion uh, about the Singaporeans? Well, yes. Okay, some Singaporeans are quite blaga. <laughs> but not all of them, lah, right? I'm sure. Okay, last question, Mr. Wing. What is your hope for the export ban in the future? Yes, yeah, we yeah. also hope that Singapore will book out the borders soon so yeah. you can see your family in Singapore. Anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? Well, take care of yourselves. Yeah? Drive safe. Eat more fish. Yeah, and one more thing, yeah? All ducks can go and just... There you have it, straight from the chicken's <laughs> beak. Thank you very much. So he can talk like He can. Fly F. It's time for Mina Saleh Where this English teacher Whose name is Mina Saleh Teaches her three very strange students English English class with Mina Saleh
Good morning, class. All right, as you know, you were meant to create a sentence, a form of sentence using a word, and the word of the day is isolate when a person or place is alone or separated from the others. Katija, form a sentence using the word isolate. In the prayer rooms, we isolate the woman from the man. Yes, very good, Katija. Okay, Ladu, form a sentence using the word isolate. Roger, I heard that now the chicken shortage, you know, this very bad because the chicken are very important for the curry, the varvel and the tikka masala. So I went today, I borrowed my school chemistry set to try and alter the chemical compound of the chicken and try to accelerate the breeding process. Okay, Ladu, please just form a simple sentence using the word isolate. It was very hard to isolate the isotope. Okay, yes, good, Ladu. All right, asking form a simple sentence using the word isolate. That day, oh, the stupid school bus break down, ah, so all the student late isolate. Oh. No. Hey, Asi, next time you don't come school better, lah. Oh dear. English class with Mina Saleh. Fly FM. So a Venezuelan man will become the world's oldest person when he turns 113 years old on Friday. 113 years old. Yeah, that's just your schoolmate, is it, son? Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> But how is he celebrating his 113th birthday? He's going to run for prime minister. <laughs> <laughs> so his name is Juan Vicente Perez Mora. I hope I said that right. Mm. Um, he's declared the oldest person in the world by the Guinness World Records. He'll hit 113 years old, as I said on Friday. It's going to be a havoc birthday party, lah. I feel Perez Mora. Right? He has 41 grandchildren. <laughs> 18 great grandchildren oh. and 12 great great grandchildren. With so many children and grandchildren and great great children, this fella is still alive, huh? <laughs> yeah, lah. He's not the one who gave birth to these children, <laughs> which is probably why he's so healthy, right? He has a bit of high blood pressure, hearing problems because of his age, but he doesn't even need medication. I I doubt he still has a birthday party, lah. <laughs> I mean, no, because you already 113. There are these birthday milestones that we celebrate, man, right? For parties uh-huh. like sweet 16 is a milestone. I've never heard. Of a sweet 113 before in my <laughs> life. <laughs> For me, important birthday milestones are like 16, okay. 18, 21, 30, 40, 50. Hey, 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 how many stones <laughs> you want in your life? <laughs> <laughs> Three is enough usually. Uh, I would say eighteen. Yeah. Uh, twenty-one is a good milestone, and sixty-five. Sixty-five? Why sixty-five? EPA. <laughs> 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 but uh, this this uh, Perez guy probably has some crazy stories, right? Because he's lived yeah. through what World War One, yeah. World War Two, the Spanish flu, the Great Depression, the yeah, Cold man. War. Those are some crazy stories you can tell. But what what about us? Or, or Gen Z Like yeah. if Gen Z Gets to 113 years old mm-hmm. What stories Can they tell You know they'll be like, Kids will be like Grandpa Ato Ato Tell us about the war And then they'll be like uh, Yeah yeah I, I was at the front seat uh, uh, In the Civil War And Infinity War <laughs> <laughs> Yeah uh, yeah, Iron Man uh, Ato My favourite uh, then, then the Covid pandemic Happened And uh, Ato had to Shop online Oh <laughs> terrible Terrible times And then the kids Will be like oh, Ato What about the Great Depression the, Oh Oh, oh, that happened because the BTS took so long to release the album. Everybody depressed. <laughs> yeah, you know it's all documented. Just follow Ato's TikTok. <laughs> Fly FM. The oldest man in the world is about to turn 113 years old this Friday. But question for Douglas: When do you realize you were old? Oh, apart from you telling me every day. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, well, well, definitely in the working environment uh, Because right. you must remember I started in the industry when I was 18 yeah. In the Kopitiam sitcom right. So I was the youngest then Now, every day I come to work I'm going to babysit juveniles like you <laughs> Wow, I think as far as this partnership is concerned I'm the adult <laughs> You see? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, okay, okay, no There was there was also this uh, 10km run that I took part okay. So I registered, I trained for it I took quite seriously um, And I finished the race I mm-hmm. looked at my time right and it was pretty good so I was like okay lah I think I'm going to place top 50 right because this timing was like you know I think it was in the, in the top 50 percentile definitely yeah. when the results came out ah, yeah. I scanned the list my name not there you know so you weren't in the top 50 I was in the top 20 oh But in the veterans category, forty <laughs> <laughs> and above. Oh, oh that's terrible! <laughs> I was buying something over the counter once, and the sales girl said, "Terima kasih, kak." And I was like, "Oh man, I'm kak." What were you buying? Back pay medicine? Is it like <laughs> no tongkat? <laughs> no, it's probably some food, lah. Like, oh, yeah, oatmeal and porridge. Like, this is old people food. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything because my mother said I cannot talk back to old people. <laughs> This is the Douglas Slim and Juan. Nita Podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly FM.